I look like an elf today. <laughs> you do. You look really comfortable. Um, I literally though was wearing this out. Um, like I wore it to take baby step on into school this morning. And, and then I was like, um, oh, I have to get my car inspected because I got a ticket the other day <laughs> for my outdated inspection and outdated registration because uh -huh. I have been living inside my house for two years and I forget <laughs> that I don't drive that often, yeah. often enough to remember that I have to get that thing done and that it was expired. So anyway, I got a fix it ticket the other like last week or two weeks ago. So it's taking care of all of this stuff, right? You know, and um. I was like, shit, I should go do my, my inspection today. Um, so I stopped to do that. And so I'm standing around at the place where they're inspecting <laughs> my car. And I'm like, dr literally dressed like an elf. I love um, it. Yeah. So for, you know, podcast land, I'm wearing um, green and white striped with red cuff, um, like waffle weave, like thermal pant type thing. <laughs> and a, 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 a baseball shirt that says it's a t dinosaur it's a t-rex and he's dressed up for christmas and it says <laughs> tree rex <laughs> these were our our family christmas shirts last those are year. adorable we all have these so super cute so our family pajamas oh i gotta order those this year <laughs> um so hi hi how are you feeling um, I'm getting there. I'm getting better. I'm still, I'm still a little under the weather, but you know, it's getting better. Good. Good, good. I'm trying to drink a lot of water, just to help flush my system and keep yeah. I haven't been drinking enough water. And so I wanted to make sure I've been doing that. So good. Mm. Good, good. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so it's Thursday when we're recording this. Um, Finally, finally. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I got distracted by the, the, the elf outfit. Um, right before we came on here, I after I rewatched the episode of Unsolved Mysteries, I still had some time before you were gonna be ready. So I just had like I put on like oxygen or whatever, some one of those channels. I don't even remember which one. And they were doing a story about the Lori Vallow story. Oh, another one. Like a yeah, different and I was like, you know, so far I'm here. Just I'm kind of like not really paying attention, you know, but it's just on his background. And um, I was hearing all, you know, sort of the same stuff. Right. But then I like looked up because I heard different conversation that I hadn't heard before I looked up. They had all five of Chad's kids. Oh, talking. Yeah. <gasps> Chad Daybell's kids. Okay. I need to watch this. Yeah. And I looked, I looked at the date of it and it was May of this year. And I'm like, how could I have missed? Like I, this obviously I hadn't seen this part. So yeah. clearly I missed, maybe I'm, I thought it was just a same old, same old or something, but I've never seen Chad's kids. So it was really good. Um, they are delusional because they think dad has is perfectly fine and um didn't do anything and they think he was framed well they're also they grew up in a household where you know they had a master manipulator as a father so mm -hmm. of course well, they're gonna yeah 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 for sure for sure and they, they're like um well no you know our our you know the guy the interviewer kept asking them you know what about this piece of evidence with and they they had an answer you know for everything but it, most of it was well no i mean he couldn't have been involved in 
Tylee and JJ's deaths because the man I know loves God and God doesn't permit that. And he, you know, or stuff like that. And it was yeah. like, you know, the, the, oh, well, and he, you know, and then there's, you know, the evidence of mom was strangled and, you know, and all this stuff. And, and the fact that he got remarried, you know, two weeks later and, and all this stuff, and all these other, you know, like science forensic stuff. And the kids are like, yeah, well, um, we don't believe he could have done that because he really loved our mother, you know, how old are the kids? all ages it it looks like the youngest one might be 10 11 okay between, you know maybe too young to really maybe under like no but the or, other mm-hmm. ones are all older mm-hmm. and the one that was taking the lead is clearly older but yeah she's clearly very you know it's like you can tell that like some of them are like yeah i don't know but they they, they explain away everything um they think that he was framed by Lori and alex and that it was, and then, and there's another theory that was floating there too, um, separate, but so they think that, yeah, so they think that he was framed by Lori and Alex, um, you know, they can't explain, you know, him marrying Lori. They don't think he was having an affair with her before his wife died. Even though they got married two weeks later. Yeah. They say an emotional affair. Yes. But not physical wow yeah they're yeah. brainwashed brainwashed they, they are delusional yeah. and you it's know, gonna they, take something like one well, day something's gonna happen and one of them's gonna wake up he couldn't have had anything to do with the 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 burying of the kids in our pet cemetery because he they were shallow graves and he was a grave digger so he knows to dig how to dig a grave oh my gosh right did, like and they also like, said that okay, they thought alex yeah, was does, the one that buried doesn't him. mean that if he just if he's gonna bury you know bury somebody somebody else's kids in his backyard yeah <laughs> that he's gonna dig a proper grave like and plus they were saying that alex was the one that did it probably. well yeah so so alex they they think alex is the one that did it um but that he Chad helped bury him, and he sent the text. The text that he sent to, um, mom, his mom. I mean, his wife. Um, what, what was Wait, her name? What was, <laughs> what was Lori? That? No, the other one before that. I just uh, like MS brained. I just MS brained Chad's first wife, the one that died, and then they exhumed her body um that he had sent a text to her weeks ago but weeks before they found the 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 bodies right saying oh hey shot that uh raccoon that we were Mm -hmm. you know worried about and blah 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 and um uh had to go you know add him to the pet cemetery (laughs) so And that they said that text was sent 10 minutes after Alex Cox's phone pinged at the Daybell backyard. Mm-hmm. So coincidence. And so then the other thing about that whole raccoon story or whatever, the kids are like, well, we did have a raccoon and that's how we get rid of them was we'll shoot them. Right. What is the but they're uh, like, OK, but no raccoon was found in the pet cemetery. Daughter's like, well, we have another pet cemetery if they had checked that one. Yeah. And then the, the interviewer's like, 
I well, I imagine if there's actually one there and they found one, then the defense will use that. <laughs> you know, why would he bury? He's smart enough to know not to bury the bodies in his own backyard if he killed them. Like that's literally what they said, well, and I feel yeah. really badly for them because they grew up with this master manipulator who you know, convinced everybody that the end times were coming and, and all of the, and obviously ultimately went on to do all the, to murder and, and all this other stuff. Um, like I feel badly for them, these kids, Yeah, they, they, they had their mom murdered, their father did it. Their brains can't accept that. That's what I was going to say. I was like, they can't believe that their father would kill their mother. They've already lost their mother. They don't mm-hmm. want to lose their, they can't, they, they can't, can't process that. They can't process that their father would have been the one to to kill her and all these other ones so their brains are making these excuse you know coming up with these machinations to you know explain away everything yeah Um, i suspect that they'll eventually come around probably after the trial and things like that but it's gonna uh, take some time yeah for sure yeah i feel badly for them i do oh the other theory thing was one of the friends but this is something that i hadn't heard before and i don't know why we didn't think of it but um they they were saying that okay maybe that charles was just the intended original original intended victim that he was trying to kill her for uh, i mean she was trying to kill him for his million dollar life insurance policy that she thought she was getting right that she ended up mm-hmm. not being the beneficiary of and that everybody tidly had to be killed because she witnessed it she knew too much because she was there when Alex Cox killed Charles Vallow. Remember, she was involved yeah. with the bat and all that stuff. I doubt it because she was just so she was manipulated by her mom, too. I, I don't think I don't know. And I feel like that evidence would have come up in some sort of email, you know, some sort of like description. They were sloppy about all right. this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe that. I yeah. think that I think they didn't want kids. That's what I think. And yeah, they 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 wanted to go do whatever whatever for their end times yeah. stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but interesting. I'll um I'll have to see what channel I was watching and see see which which I'll have to find the link to yeah, it. Yeah, I want to check it out. So you can check it. Um, but today we're talking about on self mysteries. Um yes. we're going to we're gonna recap. I gotta pull up the right notes, not sister wives notes. Close sister wives. I've watched this episode, I think, four times now. I think yeah, three, three or four for me as well. And I still get nauseated every single time. Like nauseous. Um, it's so yeah. sad. Okay, so this is um episode three. So last the last unsolved mysteries episode we did, which was before, right before Thanksgiving, I think. We um, did the um, Vegas body found in the Vegas hotel, Buffalo gym story. Mm -hmm. That was episode four, but we had skipped body and bags. We had some technical issues. (laughs) We're always, well, we're recording this. And by that, I mean me. (laughs) Hi, I'm the problem. Um, So we're re-recording it, um, body and bags for you now. Um. So we are doing um, the Netflix, so again, this is Netflix, Unsolved Mysteries, Volume 3, Episode 3, Body in Bags. 
So this episode, it has to do with this gentleman named David Carter, whose dead body was found cut up in three different bags and found in three different times in Ohio. Um, and then the it involves the rest of the, the family, the story of who David was and what happened through the lens of um, the victim's son, DJ, the victim's father, um, and the victim's sister, um, his his uh, son's mother, and um, a good friend of David's. So they're all telling this story about what happened. Do you want to share? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was 39 years old when he was murdered. Um, it's just really, really sad. Yeah. The, the, uh, I will say this episode kind of jumps back and forth from different times in his life. So I had to kind of, you know, follow along. Yeah, to put it into the like chronological order or how do mm-hmm. what's the best way to organize this? This is good does it is kind of jump all over. So if we jump all over, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking March 2018, right? This guy, David. He's got a clothing, casual clothing line called Lavish Habits. He has a son, DJ. Um, they were living in a suburb of Detroit, a place called Melvindale, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, he started dating Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> Who is a psychotic, psychotic woman. Yes. And I will say I looked up her family on Facebook <laughs> and yes. social media after this episode. Uh- did you too? I did not. And I cannot wait to hear oh, about it. Okay. Um, yeah. So it, like they had a pretty bad relationship. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, but no. she was just very, very jealous. Uh, he went to the movies with his cousin and then she slashed all four of his tires at one point. Mm-hmm. And he knew it was her. I mean, he knew it was her. Right. Because he had gone out to the movies with his cousin. Yeah. And his so dad... She- his dad Elton kind of brushed it off and was like, "Oh, she's just one of those types of women, you know, jealous." <laughs> <laughs> like, um, which I love his dad. His yeah. dad, kind heart. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, I guess so. She was like super possessive and super controlling and super jealous, and she was like uh, attached herself to him twenty four seven. Mm-hmm. and like the sister and the friend everybody like they all got like bad vibes from her but they knew each other from high school everybody knew each other from high school apparently and they reconnected yeah as and tammy worked as a phlebotomist or she worked for a hospital as well as she was a travel agent mm-hmm. so she was very familiar with blood and <laughs> the medical apparently, field yeah apparently she's um, handy with a kitchen knife too yeah and I guess they start off the episode with showing um, Tammy receiving a tie, or I'm sorry, Samia. Samia is the um, DJ's mother. Yes. Yeah. She received a text um, that David was feeling ill. So, because DJ was supposed to go to his house for, you know, his weekend visit or uh-huh. whatnot. And she received a text saying, hey, he's he's not feeling well. Um, and then he needed to go, DJ needed to go get his like cell phone charger from the house. Oh, yeah. yeah, the text though, the text, mm-hmm. it came from his phone 
saying he was sick and so sick he just wanted to lay in bed and not see his kid yeah couldn't take care of him over yeah don't come over which obviously we know is not the truth he was already deceased at that point but what was weird was when dj showed up to that apartment uh tammy was outside taking the trash out Mm -hmm. he was walking by her and as soon as she saw him she like threw in the trash and then ran in front of him and then locked the door as he was walking towards the (laughs) apartment can you just picture this like he's going to walk towards the same door she's walking a few feet in front of him yeah (laughs) and she goes in closes the door and locks it despite him walking right there i don't know very suspicious i guess it gave her like 30 seconds to do whatever she needed to do before he entered the apartment aka close the bedroom door she had been outside emptying trash bags yeah into the dumpsters yeah but the police did search the dumpster later because it was that same day that the police came to the apartment they didn't find anything right but did i i don't remember i thought that i didn't the the trash get emptied before they could do that I don't oh know. because I don't remember, remember like they didn't even arrest her until later and then they released her you know they didn't search that shit right away by the time they probably thought to sh- search it 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 had been emptied maybe I missed yeah. I missed what they said about that, but well, I, I was... once yeah, because once they yeah, I don't know actually. <laughs> yeah, so this is yeah, so so clearly, <laughs> um, clearly uh, suspicious behavior. So so he comes in, so DJ comes in to get his charger or whatever. Um, Dad's door was closed, right? So he was going to go open the door and say hi to his dad. But the woo-woo, mm-hmm. <laughs> he hears the voice in his head that says, don't open the door. Yeah. So we find and out. She, oh, no, sorry. go ahead. And she closed the bathroom door. He saw her close the bathroom door, which I'm assuming then is in the hallway. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. The, the, he saw her. Bedroom do door it. is yeah. closed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to look at the dates. Okay, do 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 do. Make sure I stay in order this time, so I don't jump ahead too far. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was doing this whole time. I'm jumping back and forth. I know, I know. So, um, then, um, and that's it, right? So that that's weird. That's it. That's it. That's all that happens at this point, right? Um son goes back to home whatever nobody does anything it's all fine everything's still fine nobody knows anything different at this point right um and then after david doesn't show up to work for the next three days his friends from work are like no uh-uh boy's not gonna miss some overtime <laughs> like, yeah um where is he and so they contacted his family and they started going wait nobody wait when does this last time and so they started talking and realizing okay wait what's going on so they all go over to his house they yeah go to his apartment um, tasia elton the dad the sister mm-hmm. um so they couldn't get him on the phone. So they go to his apartment and they find it unlocked. Um, Tammy's not there, but the apartment's unlocked. 
um, they all investigated the apartment together. They discovered a blood-stained hole at the top of David's mattress, mm-hmm. um, which, as the his father recognizes, having been a former soldier, is that the hole was a bullet hole. As well as one in the closet, yep. Yep. Um, at the top of David's mattress and what appeared to be blood stains under the bed, right? So, mm-hmm. and they said that the 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 bed you could tell had been moved like over the blood stain because you could see the the indentations in the carpet where the bed legs were, right? So um yeah, then there's a hole next to the closet, and then they recognized it as a bullet hole. So they called the police and David was declared missing. Yeah, because dad was like, everyone out. He knew at that point that oh, he's this like, was not yeah, this good. Is, this is problematic. And of course, so, then Tasia calls Tammy. Hey, where's my brother? And Tammy's like, oh, I don't know. And she worked this whole time. Every day she went yes. to work and lived her life. Posted on social media. She just no went concern. to work. Didn't tell anybody like any all this whole time. So it's been a couple of days now since he's been missing. But so like, yeah, she's been at work like the whole time. And then they start looking for him. And the, the, they were saying, the family was saying like, she didn't even seem to care. As a girlfriend, you'd think she would have cared that her boyfriend was missing, but she didn't seem to care at all. She was just completely nonchalant about all of it and didn't care. So um, to jump backwards in time just a little bit, the first thing, the way that this case actually starts is, although they don't know the connection until later, is a couple weeks prior, the first bag had been found. The sleeping bag found with just the lower torso of the adult male, right? Mm-hmm. They have the um, medical examiner talking about the bags that were found um in the body and everything and she is fantastic i fucking loved yeah. her <laughs> a lot of the redditors loved her too they were saying yeah. she needs her own medical examiner show yeah diane scala burnett um so she just the way she describes this lower torso she said the only thing that you could that was identifiable on this was a tattoo of a red-eyed pit bull on his mm-hmm. upper left leg right um they said that was unusual um, so they, you know, put that out there, but what are you going to do at this point? Otherwise they can't identify who this guy is. I guess toe prints aren't a thing like fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> um, DNA. Right. Um, I, I guess I would, I don't know, maybe take time. I unless mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so then after he was reported missing, the police called him the next day. Um, so we're going back ahead, right? Um, so now we're back to after, you know, they they reported him missing. The next day, the police call him and say, hey, did he have any tattoos on his body that might <laughs> that might be unusual? And he's like, yeah, he had a red-eyed pit bull on his upper left leg. And so they then reclassified the case as a homicide investigation yeah because october 1st 2018 was when the sleeping bag was found mm-hmm. on i-75 and then october 3rd is when his father was able to identify that that t- tattoo was okay so it wasn't a couple weeks as mm-hmm. as thought okay um and then and then what happened next? <coughs> so 
Um, at this point, Tammy becomes the prime suspect, obviously based on her behavior on Sunday, subsequent lack of concern over his disappearance when the family asked to help, asked her to help with the search. <sighs> she was brought in for questioning on a Friday night. And, <laughs> and, and so she was arrested, right? Um, family learned about this arrest while they were at DJ's football game. Because DJ had a football game that night and they were like, do you want to play? Do you not want to play? Right. And um, he said, yeah, he wanted to. Um, he did. He did want to play and that he ended up winning 64 to zero. He credited his performance to his father's spirit, saying it was him doing the do, him in me doing moves that I didn't really know I had in me. So I just like, oh, OK. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Tammy's arrested on Friday, but she's re released three days later. <laughs> Excuse me. So she's arrested three days later. Um, they, that was the maximum time they could release, they could hold her without criminal charges being filed. Now they said there was not enough evidence at the time to press charges against her, but she was still a person of interest. Now. At that point, she they said there's not enough evidence. And then they couldn't go into further detail. They said they couldn't because of the investigation. Right. About why there wasn't or, or, or enough Which, anything. The only reason why, see, I don't know. I think this that. police department screwed up. I don't like it. But then you've got this guy from the um, U.S. Marshals Task Force that is on this trying to find her now. And I liked him and I liked that he was the U.S. Marshals Task Force, not the same police department. Right. But he's the one saying there wasn't enough evidence at the time and that, you know, I can't tell you anymore about it. And so it's like I want to believe him because I kind of want to trust him because he's not the police, but just because I liked him. But yeah, I, I still think that I don't know. I don't I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I don't understand how you could have a victim's blood and bullet holes in your apartment, live your life like normal, live in the house, in the apartment for three days and not be the primary suspect. They said one of the things is because they couldn't at this point, they didn't have a cause of death was one of the issues. But I feel like there's that's bullshit, be though, way. because that's so many people get arrested for without without the body even being found. Yet. Right. You know, we know she was murdered and we know there was a bullet hole involved because there's some in her house. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how that doesn't equate to being enough. And but. let's go back to before she was even arrested to when they had their last Friday night football game together where she showed up with um, David uh -huh. and they showed up together, did not sit together, though. Mm -hmm. And his family was like, oh, why aren't you sitting together? Is there, you guys have like having problems or? Oh yeah. the This is the last football game. Yeah. This is the last time everyone, everyone yeah, saw yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was just sitting there and like, she just shot his sister a look. It was his sister. I believe that she shot a look. Yeah. They, she, yeah. She said he, she looked like the devil. Like she turned around she was just staring at her coldly. And she said, she'll never get that image out of her head. Not his mm -hmm. sister, it's his ex ex okay. um, girlfriend. Baby, DJ's dad, mom. <laughs> DJ's dad. So many people. So many again, people. This was out of order. So we're trying yeah, to like, yeah. 
but um she knew she was like something's not right it just didn't didn't feel right yeah and and just they were there together but not together there right they're clearly fighting or not getting along or something was happening and that comes into play and excuse me some of the theories yeah because Um, they said that night they thought that he was going to end it with her that night yeah there's no way they knew they suspect that 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 after that home like he went to go end it and then she plotted this stuff yeah um and she did this stuff um which we'll get into more of the grisly details <laughs> shortly. Which do you think she actually plotted it or do you think it was an angry I think it was response? like I mean I mean obviously I don't I think that the 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 killing was an angry impulse but it, mm-hmm. then the rest of it had to be plotted because of how long it must have taken her to cut up the body. Right. And, like for me I don't think how she nonchalant like sat there. she was about everything else I yeah. kind of feel like she would okay I killed him now what? And then yes. just sat and plotted. That's what I mean. By I that. don't think she plotted for weeks or anything. I think oh, no, this no, was no, an no, emotional no. like rage. I just type. mean she shot him and then she plotted how she was going to do yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I think you have to uh, think take some thought. So okay, well let's get to let's get to the the body first. <laughs> um, so next, now we're at October tenth. They find, um, which is ten days after. Yeah, okay. So ten days after the initial bag was found, they find another bag um this one's a black duffel bag with red straps and this contained his head which was wrapped in several plastic grocery bags and our love the 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 medical examiner the coroner said um that the the plastic grocery bags were like the way it was on his head was like tied under his chin Mm -hmm. just like oh my god um and that he died from a single gunshot wound to his head below his left ear what she said about the gunshot wound was that it was done at like on contact like like the distance was was basically the gun was making contact with the skin so he he did not see this coming no it was coming or anything but then they also the toxicology report showed that he had a large amount of basically benadryl in his system well did they say large amount or just that he had it i think it was just like that he had it in the system i thought they said a, a an like an elevated amount oh, okay not maybe not a, an alarming amount but enough to have put him to sleep i uh-huh. mean one one benadryl usually does it for me so that's yeah. like 25 milligrams so it's not that much um but you know so that they suspect maybe he was given the benadryl he fell asleep like against the you know he fell asleep on the bed and then she shot him when he was asleep which makes sense based on what the coroner's telling us about the gunshot wound yeah i mean he was a tall guy too he was what six four she's five five so mm-hmm. even though he was thin i mean she wouldn't have probably been able to take him down standing up or you know if he was able to fight back right so in doing right. that he was out not she put him to sleep and then shot him <laughs> and then meticulously cut up his body, put it in three separate bags and distributed it among um, I-75 in Ohio. So let's get the rest of the body, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're now um, Tuesday, October 16th. Um, another bag was found along I-75 in Ohio. It was, um, it was his uh i guess uh, yeah the i guess his 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 torso (laughs) 
I'm like, wait, what was left? What was left? They found his legs. They found his head. What's left? Oh, his torso. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, they found his torso. So based on that, they had the full body. They were able to tell that there was no other uh, trauma, as it were, no other evidence of struggle or any injuries apart from the gunshot wound. So they were able to determine that, you know, that was the only thing that happened. At this point, though, <laughs> um, I mean, I would suspect that that would be enough. The gunshot wound from the head found on the 10th should be enough to link Tammy. Now we have. I guess you don't have the murder weapon, but. No, but we have a gunshot and blood on the bed. Right. All of those suspicious circumstances. And yep. then now we know that he was you know what i mean yeah I, I would feel that that would be enough but it's too late because she's skipped out at this point yep. she's out <laughs> she left can we release her from jail she's gone yeah um so she's gone i'm gone now she, mind you she has two she has two twin children well not they're 18 when this happens but so she does have two two kids mm-hmm. and she left she left yes. them so first before we get to family um they so they determined that the body was cut up with a kitchen knife based on i guess the way that you know science and stuff the way they were able to tell that the medical examiner was like yeah it was probably no more than your standard normal kitchen knife which can you imagine cutting up that crazy and this is what i mean by plotting she had to have like decided to drug him and then shoot him that takes a little bit of forethought, at right. least a couple of hours. And then to cut up his body, put it in three separate bags, clean all that up, and take all the body and go distribute them on the highway. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. That's just some planning. That's, you know, anyway. So um, the last day, one of the last days Tammy was seen. So Tammy has skipped out at this point. She is seen on Tuesday, October 16th, which is the same day that um, the third part of his body, the, the day, the same day they found the rest of his body was the last day that or she was seen in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So I don't know how far Ann Arbor is from Detroit, but um, that's where they were. She was at that point. I guess they had credit card receipts from the day showed that she made several large cash withdrawals. Hmm. Yeah. And then that evening, she was spotted evening eating alone in a local restaurant. Spent the night at a local hotel. And and then the ta- the marshals task force guy said that the, she was last seen. They'd been tracking her up until two days after that, when she took a train from Ann Arbor, Michigan, to Chicago, and then she doubled back and traveled to New York. Um, her last, she was in New York city. Her last, where she was last seen was leaving the Neptune hotel in New York city on October 18th, 2018. Yeah. Current whereabouts are unknown, but she could be discovered. Thanks. To Some this. people, yeah. think that she's still in New York city, but then of course COVID happened in 2020. Yes. And hiding out was normal. Wearing masks was normal. She's a master of disguise as she has different wigs, different looks. So some people on Reddit were saying that they think she was stayed in New York City. Others think that she moved out of state or even out of the country. Mm-hmm. There's lots of it. Lots of um, 
yeah, I mean, there's so many theories. So, so her name is Tamara, T-A-M-E-R-A, but she goes by Tammy Renee Williams. She's five, five weighs about one ninety. She has a large rose tattoo running from her shoulder down her left arm. So it's like a partial sleeve on her left arm. So it's pretty noticeable and it's huge. Right. So even if she tried to cover it, there's that it would be difficult to cover, I think. And then somebody out there, no, you know, covered it. So somebody yeah. out there saw it. Right. Um, she may have blonde hair. She may have black hair. Cause she, like you said, she's got wigs. Um, mm-hmm. She's an experienced world traveler. She's a travel agent. She has relatives in Atlanta and New York. Um, they also said, now this is interesting. She's a member of the Order of the Eastern Star. It's which, a co-ed fraternity associated with the Masons. Yeah. Don't know what it is or what they do, but it maybe hide, help people hide murderers. I don't know. Um, but authorities believe it's possible that someone within that organization may be helping her, unaware that she's wanted for murder. Um, she should be considered armed and dangerous. And there's currently a $10,000 reward for information leading to her capture. Although that might be up now. Um, we'll so post the all order. This. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, we'll, we'll post all this um, too. So you'll see the pictures and see what she looks like. And all. Yeah. That. The order of the Eastern star has approximately 500,000 members. What is it their started, purpose? What do they do? It started in 1850 by a lawyer and educator, Rob Morris. Uh, who's a noted uh, Freemason. The order is based on some teachings from the Bible, but it is open to people of all religious beliefs. Let's see. What do they do? Alzheimer's uh, disease research juvenile. Well, this is more recent, 2001. Donated to uh, juvenile diabetes research, juvenile asthma research, scholarships. So I guess they just do different sort of charitable donations it doesn't go into much i mean this is wikipedia so who knows if what's true or not i haven't (laughs) gone on there (laughs) so let's talk about tammy's family suspicion (sighs) is is that her family is helping her right so let's talk about her mom her mom is that her mother uh verdine day is accused of stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars from a firefighters union um, it's like 200 and something thousand. Yep. She, yeah, she basically embezzled or stole. Yeah. yeah. And it started, so I was wondering, I was thinking, well, was she embezzling money to help support her daughter? But right. she started embezzling in 2015. Oh, so and the murder was before. 2018. So she's yeah. just always been a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Not, not since her daughter murdered somebody. And not okay. only that, she was, she was granted uh, the award of like, the you know, michigan's top firefighter or whatever in 2019 so oh, and then they didn't catch her until 2020 um 20 right so yeah she um went and did some time in jail right yeah i don't know how long all i know is i looked up her facebook because she still has it which that's shocking mom? to me mom or, or mom okay which i'm sure the police are loving and as I go on it, like most of it is private, but she does have some public posts. And the first post that I see is from June 13th. It's public with the twins, mm. with uh, her grandchildren who are Tammy's children. Mm-hmm. 
And she turned off her comments to anybody that is not um, her friend. But I mm. think that at one point they were open because there are a lot of comments. Mm. But in scrolling down, a lot of these posts, and this is by no means anything against religious people by any means. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny to me that someone like Verdine is posting all of these religious quotes <laughs> and memes. And she's stealing $200,000 and, you know, helping her daughter escape murder. Uh, right. Uh-huh. And... So she's going on and on about all this stuff. She's saying happy Earth Day to all of her family members. Not birthday, Earth Day to everyone throughout different posts. And let me pull up the one. Like just randomly or actually on Earth Day? No, not Earth Day. But like instead of saying birthday, she's tagging people saying happy Earth Day. Like blessings from God. God. You know, that kind of stuff. So at one point a year ago. She had, I don't know, some posts and there was a person that commented, oh, she was wishing her daughter a happy birthday. That's what it was. Oh, her daughter. Right. And which is Tammy. Mm-hmm. And she He's had on this. The run. Right. So it was this picture that she had posted. And I can just show you of all of Tammy's different pictures, like her little white coat and things like that. Oh, and look at all sweet and innocent. Yes. Happy birthday. And so somebody commented and was like, so you mean to tell me that people that know she killed a man and took him away from his family are sending her a happy birthday? It's so sick people in this world. And by it's so sick people in this world. And by all means, her and who have ever, well, this doesn't really make much sense. And whoever had something to do with David's murder, because she knows where he's at, blah, blah, blah. You should be ashamed of yourself. So at that point, she turned off her comments, but she didn't delete them. <laughs> so she left them up. And I, I thought that was weird. I was like, That's I don't know. Interesting. I wonder what the FBI profilers are thinking about that, you know, or, yeah. or whoever's involved in 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 watching and monitoring mom. Um, yeah. Because, you know, that Marshall's task force guy is is basically just you know set up camp at her house probably yeah and they said that she used the money she embezzled for trips like to different countries lavish vacations all the all the things you would think you'd blow money on which just means that they could track where she spent her money and they was it wasn't like they gave it to in cash to her daughter although who knows maybe daughter was on those trips maybe she was in these places too you know yeah yeah and it's not hard to get a new identity. So who knows where her daughter is right now? Right. So this was October of 2018. She went missing, right? And then so, or missing, she went missing. She disappeared herself. <laughs> um, and 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 now, um, and then so I guess, we, you know, she was on the run. She's pretty adapted to all these, you know, traveling and all this stuff. Um, who, you know, her appearance changed, things like that. Um 2000 first 2019 and then 2020 COVID happened right so everybody went underground and then when you do go out you wear a mask and even Mm -hmm. now people wear masks all the time still so it wouldn't be unusual to wear a mask so she could easily get away you know she could be under the radar super easy in these circumstances you know Mm -hmm. but now that this episode came out hopefully scare people out of the world where it sounds like mom isn't really that careful or either she either doesn't care like she's trying to be i want people to see me and be like this you know her mom Uh, seems delusional i don't (laughs) think she's in reality so because i'm telling you right now if like if it were if they had a good defense attorney they would be like shut down your social media do Mm -hmm. not post anything 
you are literally opening yourself up to an investigation mm-hmm. to anybody accessing it. Well, see, they- that's what I was thinking. Is she doing it on purpose because she's trying to flaunt that? You know, I'm thinking that she's smarter than everybody else and they're not going to find her daughter anyway, despite her doing that. And she can be like, yeah. nah, 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 nah. she had a public post saying happy Father's Day in 2021 to all the wonderful fathers out there. Do you think that that was necessary to post when her daughter murdered a father? God. You know what I mean? Like, these yeah. are the things that I'm like, it's just insensitive. She's psychopathic. Well, mm-hmm. insensitive is one is 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 a is way a, past not, insensitive. Yeah, you're right. nice way to phrase that. Jesus. She's psycho- she's a sociopath. I think. Yeah, completely. And um, also daughter. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly it's in the genes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she comes by it naturally. Um, but I can't imagine a mom staying away for, from her kids for that long unless, you know, she really doesn't love her children, which I think most parents do. But she is a sociopath. So who knows? Um, so I'm wondering if she did reach out to her children and mm-hmm. if they are following the kids or how. how well, I'm sure they're following the kids and yeah. mom, I'm sure um and monitoring all their bank accounts and their their phones and you know i'm sure they're just you know using burners and things like that or whatever but somebody's gonna slip up somebody is somewhere and like i said if mom isn't careful she's she's gonna be the one that's gonna give it away so i could find tammy's son's facebook but i could not find the daughter that she wasn't tagged on anything oh the twins yeah so the son which again is kind of like I mean, use at your own risk, I guess. If you are yeah. in communication with your mom, then obviously it's you not going to be good for you. scrutinizing every one of these posts to see if there's any clues. Yeah. I think she'll be caught. I really do. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Not because all like 10 of you that listen to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> are going to, you know, make a huge difference. I mean, maybe you will, who knows? <laughs> um, but if the 10 of you could do me a favor and share it with your friends, maybe we can get the word out. <laughs> um, so a couple comments too, just like, obviously like three days, her boyfriend's been missing for three days. Right. Somebody on Reddit was talking and said she went three days without talking to her boyfriend when she was glued to a side for six months, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, she'd be, <laughs> she's not worrying about why he hasn't called or texted her. That's clearly suspicious. That yeah. adds, why did, couldn't they have kept her? Um, when... And then, of course, when she found out he was missing, she didn't act worried or help search for her even after work. You know, um, she just continued living, working and living her life. Um, And you can't even say necessarily like normal because normal was her glued to his side. Yeah. And I think this brings up a good point, too. We talk about domestic abuse and it's a lot of times, obviously, people talk about the men being the, you know, aggressor in a relationship, Mm -hmm. but we don't really talk about women. And I think that she's the perfect example of a woman who was an abuser. She obviously, absolutely, in every way, I don't know if she physically abused him, but at least slashing tires. She murdered him. Well, yeah, obviously (laughs) that, but I mean, like, yeah. Um, But it's important that if you, or anyone you know is suffering like that's a male and they may not be as likely to come forward and talk about it yeah especially if you're a six foot something male yeah i mean and this woman who you know 
sounds like there was certainly emotional, verbal, mental abuse going on. Um, who knows? I, I, I'm just purely making this up, but I just, just I can maybe because I think she's a murderer. Yeah, that of course. I, the thought of her like hitting him is not. <laughs> out of the question far-fetched yeah. yeah exactly um so yeah but you, you know you're absolutely right like you know male victims of abuse um i yeah does not get it and you know enough attention um certainly i mean it's not it's it's not been my um you know hill as it were you know i certainly wasn't haven't been talking about it you know, and I certainly talk about women as victims all the time. So there's, you know, absolutely men are too. And I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just not talked about at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we're going to link all that stuff below too. um, domestic, like the national domestic violence hotlines and things like that. Um, we're also, are going to post links to the, unsolved mysteries episodes and the page with the extra evidence. So there's extra pictures and things like that. More details, um, all these pictures of her. Um, and we'll post um, along when we post this episode too. And I think one of like the scariest things is that she looks normal. Like she's pretty, yeah. she's beautiful. You Clearly she's smart. Not, yeah. You would walk past her in a bank, a grocery store, anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you would not think twice. Like she looks yeah so normal yeah she's really pretty and yeah um just just a psychopath or a sociopath i always forget the difference between the two um so where does mom live again so mom was in detroit i believe okay let me see let me pull up her facebook that she made public uh-huh. she's in detroit okay yeah <sighs> Yeah, I'll send you her link. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fun, fun, fun. Um, Yeah. So um, study her picture. If you guys know anything, any, any kind of little thing at all, anything suspicious at all, all the, um, you know, go to um, unsolved.com, hit the tip thing, call the police department. I will link all that stuff. Um, it'll, uh, somebody knows something, somebody somewhere knows something. So it just takes getting everybody, you know, getting the, everybody's attention. And if we can reach the 10 of you that listen, then, Hey, um, is that all we're at now for unsolved mysteries? 10. I think <laughs> is that where we're at now? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really guys, um, share us with your friends. I know the, the, the true crime space is, is a crowded one. Um, there's not a ton out there on the unsolved mysteries ones. Um, I hope you do like us. Um, and if you do, please, I mean, if you're listening to us, hopefully it's because you like us, please share us with um, your friends, family, coworkers, um, let them listen to the episode so they can hear the story about there and see if maybe they know something, um, all of that. And then of course my shameless plug for, you know, please subscribe to the show that helps our numbers. And also please leave us five-star reviews. Um, you don't have to leave a comment along with it, but if you wanted to, that's great too. Um, it helps people find us. Um, and there are a lot of negative reviews that are in there. Um, 
and some deserve it. <laughs> I would say there's some good that have good constructive criticism. Um, some are not. Some I w- was the victim of um, what do they call it when they somebody sends a, a witch campaign. hunt? A, a what? A witch hunt? I don't know. Like they send a campaign of people over. Somebody who doesn't like me sent a campaign of people over to leave bad reviews for me. So a couple of times. So so we've got a lot of, you know, that kind of stuff for people who clearly don't even listen to the show. So if you listen to the show and you like us, share us, help us, you know, help us out so we can like more people we can share it with and, and all that. Um <laughs> I was like, why are you texting me? Oh, that's right. You were going to text me the link. I was like, what, what, what? Anyway, that's it. That's all we got for today, I think. Um, that's it. Peace. Bye. Oh, we're going to hang out with Danielle tomorrow. We are. We're going to go see. Yeah, we're going to. I get to see you in person tomorrow. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited, yeah. you guys. We get to see get to see you in person. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's it. That's all we got. Thanks for listening. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.